I recently finished reading the book Hello Beautiful by Anne Napolitano. And whew, it's fiction and it is beautiful. It is a book about living bravely and learning to love voluminously and forgive. And at one point, this character, Sylvie, is laying with her husband. And she rolls over and she says, I'm so proud of myself. And this makes her husband smile. And she explains that she's made some difficult choices in her life that were not without consequence, but that she was so proud of herself for living bravely. And this prompts Sylvie's husband, William, to consider his own life and to question if he could say that about himself. Could he say that he was proud of how he's lived? Are you impressed with yourself? Are you proud of yourself? Is there something that you've done that has left a mark in a good way? Later in the book, the author uses the phrase, fizz with possibility. Ugh, I love that. Um, you know, maybe if pride or impressed don't land for you, I want you to consider, has there been a choice that you've made that has your life fizzing with possibility? In today's episode, I'm going to take a few lessons that I learned from this book, and we're going to explore if perhaps rather than create habits and routines, it's time to dismantle them so that you can fizz with possibility. Do you want to feel less scattered and more focused, but the idea of goal setting sounds like adding more pressure to your already pressure-filled life? If so, welcome to the Plan Goal Plan Podcast. I'm Danielle McGue. I'm a professor, mom, planner addict, and recovering overachiever. After years of hustle and grind, I was tired of trying harder. I was ready to try easier. At the intersection of research, practice, and play, I found a purposeful path to planning and goal setting that is fun, simple, and sustainable. If you're ready to try easier, if you're ready to make memories and do meaningful work, grab a pen. I will equip you with tools and practices to clarify purpose, reclaim time, and achieve goals playfully and lightly. Let's get started. Y'all are hardworking women. You are. I know this. I've connected with enough of you to know that you work hard and you've accomplished things and you take care of people in your life. Your life isn't bad. In fact, it's really rich. Sometimes it just feels like there's too much of it. <laughs> you need more time, more time in your day, more time in your week, more time at the park with your kids, more time crushing that project at work. And you're smart. You have the tools. You've heard of time blocking. You've read Atomic Habits. But you struggle with focus, consistency. You keep freaking overscheduling even though you told yourself you wouldn't. I hear you. I've been there. And it's a tough space to be in. Seven years ago, I was a new mom. My pelvis kept slipping out of place. I had mastitis nine times in nine months. I got a giant kidney stone, which I do not recommend. I couldn't believe how many things there were to wash for a baby. I was trying to figure out how to parent with my husband for the first time. So all these things were going on in my personal life and professionally, 
I was getting ready to go out for tenure, so I was trying to push out a book, get another article published. I had a few colleagues that were dealing with health issues of their own, and life was happening for them. And I found myself stepping in for them when I could. And y'all, it was just a lot. It was a lot. And I felt like I was falling apart. And to cobble myself back together, I tried everything. I read books on time management, productivity, task management. I went to therapy. I went to yoga. I took up meditation. I reconnected with a faith practice. I hired a life coach. I drank lots of water. Um, And some things worked and some things didn't. But over time, I started to put together a system. I started to figure out what worked and what didn't. And it worked. It worked. And I'm a teacher. So when I learn about things, I want to share it. So I started sharing what was working with my friends. I started offering workshops for free with my students. And I noticed that it was working for them too. And that's why I'm so excited to offer you all one-on-one time management coaching. I'm so excited to share this with you because I'm so excited to save you all of the cobbling together, the experimentation that I went through because you need more time. You don't have time to putz around with this. I'm excited to offer you the one-on-one support that I wish that I would have had. I needed someone to just tell me what to do. I didn't have the mental capacity to shuffle through more information and make more decisions. I just wanted someone to take me through the steps. So for those of you that have never done something like time management coaching before, and you might feel a little bit anxious about this, let me explain how it works. So you go to my website and when you check out, you're going to get a contract and this is just to make sure that we're on the same page. And then you're going to get a link to my calendar so that you can schedule an appointment with me. But on this calendar, you're also going to get some questions as well as a worksheet to fill out. And this is because while I do have a system that I want to share with you, the benefit of one-on-one coaching is that I get to cater that system specifically to you. So I need to get to know you so that our time together is as rich and fulfilling as possible. But the questions are also designed to get you reflecting and connecting. So right away, before we even have an appointment, I think that you're going to be learning. And there's going to be value there. And then we're going to have our session, which we can do on Zoom or by phone, depending on your preference. And I have a structure for these sessions. But they're also going to be flexible so that we can use the time in a way that benefits you. And by the end of even that very first session, you are going to have some clear takeaways. You're going to have a few action items and you're going to get some homework. And I am going to check in on you. I'm going to hold you accountable. Then if you're interested, I have some coaching packages. I'll walk you through that. That will be available if you want to continue and go through the entire system. Very early on, we are going to work on decluttering your schedule so that you have the time and the space to do this work. So very, very quickly, early on in our time together, I can help you carve out some time, not only for this work, but also for rest for your family. And your focus is going to increase really quickly. So if you're worried about adding something to your schedule, well, I get it, I get it. But I promise in a very short time, I'm going to find you an easy five hours a week. 
So if you're ready to try easier, if you're tired of sifting through all the books and the blogs, go on to plangoplan.com. I'll link it in the show notes. Right now, things are bonkers affordable. (laughs) I'm here to serve. So schedule your coaching session and we're going to work together to save you some time so that you can live better. I want you to imagine a life full of delight, more space, more creativity, more imagination. Let's do this. Are you fizzing with possibility yet? Okay, let's jump into the lessons that I gleaned from the spectacular book, Hello Beautiful. All right, so spoiler alert. In this book, Hello Beautiful, Sylvie gets sick. And when she gets sick, her energy shifts and her routines and her habits shift along with her. So they start to live differently, her and her husband. And there was a paragraph that made me catch my breath. And it reads, you know, after they made love that night, they slept naked for the first time since they were young. They were dismantling their habits and routines. And it was like pulling up floorboards and finding joy underneath. This got me thinking, what are the floorboards that you need to pull up? Do you have habits or routines that you've created because you thought that that's what you should do? You thought that they were floors holding you up, but underneath, there was joy. When I first got married, and then again when I first became a parent, I I really got swept up in shoulds. You know, I should keep my house this level of clean. I should sleep train my kiddo. I should potty train by this age at work. I thought that I should have an idea that wins out in meetings, or I should have the most rigorous assignments. And these shoulds were my floorboards. They were the things that I thought would make me a good wife, a good mom, a good professor. But when I wanted more respect at work, when I wanted more peace in my home, when I wanted those things, I started to double down on my shoulds. Try harder. But what if underneath our floorboards is joy? Which routines do you need to dismantle? Where do you need to lean into chaos? Pull it all up. Having kids is dismantling (laughs) y'all. (laughs) it undoes you in the most beautiful and challenging ways. And so does getting sick or losing a job or, I don't know, getting a pet, a dog, right? Each of these dismantlings offer us an opportunity to pull up the floorboards. And pulling up the floorboards is grimy, messy work, but there might be joy underneath. So I want you to locate the routines or the habits that are your shoulds. Where are you trying harder? And y'all, it's time to try easier. Where are you trying harder? And maybe you need to try easier. Maybe pushing makes you flat and you need fizz. You need to bubble. You need to pop. If you've been yelling at your kids every morning to get on their shoes so that you can get out the door and all you want is a smooth exit. You want to be able to leave the house on time and peacefully. Maybe just stop. See what happens. 
Too tired to cook? Serve peanut butter sandwiches. See what happens. Lose that argument at work. Even better, don't even engage in it. Just let others carry on. See what happens. There's a political argument on Facebook, and you have an opinion. Keep it to yourself. <laughs> see what happens. Just be. And see if maybe that has you fizzing with possibility. So I like to offer some tactical tips in each of these episodes. And today, I really just wanted to get you thinking. I wanted you to think about which of your habits and routines that you think are serving you are actually getting in the way that you might need to dismantle them so that you can fizz with possibility. And so my tactical tip for today is a simple one. I just want you to locate one routine or habit that is driven by a should. That somewhere, someone, or something has you feeling like this is what you should do. And this has you trying harder. And after you locate that, I want you to think about what would it look like to dismantle it, to set it aside. I give you permission to set it down and to peek under the floorboard. Today, let it go. Lean into chaos. See what happens. I wish for you bravery that you might let go of a should in a way that makes you proud of yourself, in a way that presses upon you and makes you fizz. If this podcast has inspired you, guided you, or just made you laugh, the number one way that you can thank me is by leaving a written review for the show over on Apple Podcast. I'm seriously tickled every time that I hear from you all, so pop onto Instagram and follow Plan Go Plan and digital message me. I want to say hello. I want to geek out about all things planning and goal setting. Keep sensing the possibilities, y'all. <laughs>